2: Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review. I'm Leah Merrill joined by Craig Morgan and Steve Peters and we welcome in special guest today, Kat Silverman of Elite Prospects. Thank you so much for joining us, Kat. Um, We're here today, not for the... Happiest occasion. Um, Unfortunately, um, this past weekend, we lost Arizona uh, Director of Hockey Development. Matt Schott passed away after a battle with cancer. Um, Just absolutely tragic. Yeah. And we just wanted to, you know, get together here and remember him and the impact that he had on the Arizona hockey community and all the individuals that he had an impact on.
3: Yeah. And, and Kat, I know you have some stories to share. So thanks for being here, by the way. Um, of course. Sorry, it's it's hard to hear your name again because I just know you as Izzy's mom.
4: <laughs> but well. yeah. I think that's how everybody well. more or less knows me.
3: It's, it's nice <laughs> sure. to have you in the studio. So thanks for joining us. And, and obviously uh, a somber occasion, but we both knew Matt very well. I wanted to do this. I know you guys wanted to do this just to to honor him, and it's good to have Petey back uh, after his own tough time in the studio as well. So, yeah, uh, no more uh, memorial shows. After yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, Two was, in two weeks is I, enough. I, I don't yeah. want to do I'll any hope. more of them. Um, no. But we're going to uh, we're going to have some guests today. We're going to have uh, actually Sean White from the National Hockey League, also uh, with was with the D- DYHA. I'll let him run down his entire resume with you. But Sean White's going to join us shortly here. We'll also talk to Carly Accardo, uh, Leighton Accardo's mom. Uh, Matt had an impact on that family as well, and and Carly can share that. So uh, I guess Leah, maybe we should just get right to Sean. Yeah, we'll just at this point welcome in
2: Sean. Sean, welcome in. Thank you so much for joining us.
5: Uh-oh. Oh, no. muted, I think Sean. muted. Muted it, buddy.
2: himself. <laughs> it's done un- <laughs> Oh
5: no. Uh oh, we had him Uh-oh. before. Yep.
2: It- Sean, you just there need you go. to unmute yourself. We got you. I think so. Are you there, Sean? Nope. No. Oh, nope. He's he's it's muted. right
5: underneath your image. The mute Scroll button. Scroll down the mute button. Yep. <laughs> oh boy, we had him.
2: All right. Well we'll wait for Sean to get all situated here. <laughs> yeah. For a second.
5: Kat, I
3: I think Matt hired you, right?
2: He did, yeah. Yeah. He, can uh, you tell us that story? It was it was kind
4: of funny. I um got a got a Twitter DM from him. Um, Didn't know him all that well at that point. I think we were mutual Twitter follows. Um, And he asked if I, number one, had picked up a hockey stick in the last decade Um, (laughs) and if I was interested in coming out and coaching with him and his hockey development staff, which at that point I think was only about four or five people. He He had Courtney, who I believe now works for the team in video production. He had... Zach Azumi, who's, I believe his second in command was his second in command right now. Um, Rob Coppola. And then I think they had one or two others. Um, and he essentially was trying to like almost triple that staff size. He wanted to make sure that they had four or five people at every single clinic that went out to schools. He wanted to make sure they were going to schools four or five times a week, just Mm. making sure that they hit every elementary and K through eight school in the Valley, um, And wanted to make sure that there was a woman out there with every group um, just so that they could really have at these clinics so that little girls weren't just seeing a group of 20 and 30 something year old guys saying, hey, we love hockey. You should, too. (laughs) And so, yeah, he hired, I believe, two or three women at that point. I ended up being one of them um, and had us going out to all the schools, which since then it's exploded and just the the scope of what he he's done obviously there's more more permanent uh programs with the schools most of the schools have their own equipment now at that point we were we were driving around the team uh the team van which was this like little mini u-haul that had the team <laughs> logo painted nice. on the side um and and Shaw was always the one who drove it um and it had mm pretty much every scavenged street hockey stick he'd been able to to get his hands on um, and a bunch of, like, kids' goalie street hockey equipment, which we have a very, very famous picture of my knee, just, like, the color of the Coyotes' jerseys from trying... Like, they stuck me in goal with the kids <laughs> in nice. kids' street hockey equipment and, like, <laughs> let me go nuts. Um, and now they have... so. Like the resource magnitude is yeah, it it's laughable looking back at what he had at that point. But it was such a small scale operation at that point. They were going to schools like once a week. And he said, hey, I've been given given the green light by the team to start really ramping it up. Um, you, is that something that you would be willing to come on and do? And I was like.
3: OK, I've and... said this on other shows, and I don't think it's hyperbole. Look, the, the coyotes moving here was clearly the impetus for growth. Of hockey in Arizona, but when you dive down to the individual level, I don't think it's hyperbola to say that there's probably not an individual out there who's more responsible nowhere for the close. growth of hockey
1: nowhere close
3: in Arizona than Matt Shot. He,
4: uh, I, I think it was about four or five months ago, we um we had a, a really long phone call where we were talking about um, we were talking about some of the articles about the Coyotes that had been coming out, and uh, he was. Explaining to me the the nitty-gritty, like, the, the basic tenets of how the grassroots funding worked and yeah. the amount of detail that he went into.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, he logged the finances for every street stick, how much it cost, uh, how much shopping around he did to find the right like the right costs and the right deal and the right manufacturers and and how much needed to be paid for staffing for it and how much needed to be paid for training and how many hours needed to be done for training. Jeez. And it was like it was mind boggling. And I was trying to relay that information to somebody else who I was helping with a story on it. And I was like, I, I'm missing three quarters of what he told me. Right. because There was so much minutia to how much he did using that funding because the league looks at it from a meticulous standpoint and if you don't get it right they pull the funding and Mm. he said that he'd seen other teams get funding pulled for for minor things like saying that sticks would cost x amount and then needing to buy 20 more sticks than they had said that they needed and having to reallocate the funds and and so he really essentially we have a Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, I
2: don't mean to interrupt no worries, you, but <laughs> we ordered pizza. You can, we, in, in honor of um, Matt. Honor, worth I'm interrupting. It, in is. honor of Matt, just come <laughs> on yeah. in. Sean, we're going to bring in. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to bring in our pizza. i sorry so. to interrupt you. I think if there's
4: anything to interrupt a story about Matt going into detail but. about purchasing hockey equipment for
2: kids, it's about purchasing pizza Woo-hoo, for Matt, pizza. Yeah, I pizza. just put it on the table. <laughs> there it is. Pizza, awesome. And, and do we still have Sean? Yeah, we do. Okay. So, we're we're all over the map today. <laughs> yeah, well,
5: a lot of moving parts today, sto- show, I know. Craig.
2: I know, and it's like Sean's second show with us too. So yeah. thanks <laughs> to our producer. Sean. But that's the
5: thing when we, when you talk about Matt and and that first of all that street hockey stuff that's a hard job because you're putting sticks in hands of kids that have never held a hockey stick. Yeah. And it's hard just to get the concepts down, but Matt didn't do it as just an exercise of, hey, here's the stuff I'm going to leave now. Like Matt he really- He stuck around
4: at every one of those clinics. And he
5: wanted people to learn the game. Like yeah. he truly, sincerely wanted people to learn the game that he loved. So it wasn't just a an exercise, this is my job, here's the stuff, goodbye. It was, hey, I'm going to show you how cool this is and how fun this is. You can learn to do this because he wanted- He wanted to create hockey fans, but he wanted people to love the game. I mean, it wasn't about, hey, well, maybe they'll buy a Coyote ticket. It wasn't that. It was maybe they'll play. Like, he really wanted people to play and enjoy the game as much as he did. And I tell you what, it's really, really hard to get someone to enjoy it like that for the very first time and go, okay, you know, and really gravitate to it. The amount of work and sincere, sincere work that he put into this. People may never understand. No, I and that's unfortunate.
3: Here's another guy who who may understand, though. Sean White is with us again, I think.
2: <laughs> we,
5: can we bring we'll
3: Sean
2: in right we'll now? We'll try it again.
0: <laughs> we'll try Sean, it again. Hey, buddy, can you hear us now? Sorry about that. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Hello.
2: We got gotcha. you. Hear? Thanks, Sean. <laughs> All
0: right. You can hear me? All right.
3: We can hear you, yes, Sean White. Thank you. Sean, uh, you, you shared a few stories with me, uh, but if you could take us back, how did you meet Matt and how did the relationship grow from there?
0: Yeah, uh, I I took over uh, the Oceanside Ice Arena Hockey Program, which is Desert Youth Hockey Association, in uh, 2008, and I met Maddie there. And right off the bat, we we hit it off, and and uh, just because he was so genuine and loved hockey as much as everyone knows he he did, and and uh, and then it was years later that I had him come into the association. He ended up coaching a few teams for me. Um, then I, uh, I, we were on the state board together. Uh, then I got the job with the NHL, and I was a regional director representing Coyotes as one of my clubs. And so he and I worked very closely together on all of the community programs. Uh, amazing, amazing guy to work with. Uh, I, you guys were telling the story there earlier about how he was – you know, working with different groups, schools, uh, with uh, just putting sticks in their hands for the very first time, these young kids. I actually got to be with him a couple times where we put on a clinic, a ball hockey clinic for Chinese dignitaries through ASU. <laughs> wow. wow! And there was about fifty uh, people from China, men and women that were that were in this program through ASU, and we had them at the gym and and i actually have a video of matt explaining to them all about what hockey was about running the running his learn to play programs uh, how to hold a stick and but he he would only be able to say one sentence uh you know one or two sentences uh, and then have to stop because then the translator would have to speak what he just say, what he just said in Chinese. So it was, uh, it's a, it's a, per- I, I just watched it a couple of times there over the last couple of days. And uh, because, you know, he was, he was like, wow, that was really cool. You know, I was speaking to people that didn't even understand English and teaching them hockey. And so, you know, it just, it took it to another level of, of you know, of his passion to grow the game.
3: You Can you tell the Vegas story as well too? Because I, I we've talked a lot about Matty's impact here, but. Maddie was always willing to go above and beyond. He was willing to grow fan bases and and, and the sport in other cities as well.
0: when uh, the Vegas Golden Knights were first established and and uh, trying to get some um, traction in the communities, uh, the uh, mm-hmm. the NHL was helping with them in starting up some ball hockey clinics and getting out to the communities, giving balls and sticks to kids, running these uh, these clinics. and uh, at one point, I was asked to to come in and and help run them, and knowing that they were that they were pretty understaffed, and I couldn't do it all on my own, I reached out to Maddie and right away he's like, yes. And then he brought a few of his guys, Zumi being one of them, and and mm-hmm. uh, Jesse and and uh, and Rob, and we all went out to Vegas. Went outside. It was <laughs> blistering heat, 100 and who knows, 115 degrees, and uh, we ran five one-hour back to back to back ball hockey clinics outside in the heat and just drenched but after the fifth one when we were done there was nothing but smiles on all our faces and high fives and like wow we did it and and to someone like matt and everyone that knows him and works for him or under him they know that it it, you know the 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 teaching of the sport transcends across all all aspects whether it is ball hockey inline uh, sled special hockey uh, whatever and across whatever whatever NHL club and you know when we would go to the Congress meetings where all the NHL clubs would meet up and share ideas and stories and things that you know they were doing well in their community Matt was always one of the the leaders explaining different things that they're doing within his community within Arizona, and sharing those ideas so that other clubs would be able to take advantage of that and hopefully get those implemented within their own markets. So he's very, very selfless individual, uh, very uh, blessed to have known him and, and call him my friend.
3: Last thing, Sean, because I know you are, you're in Whistler right now and you're, you're trying to escape a blizzard, right? That's coming down. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, We'll (laughs) let you get on the road. But I just, how do you, how do you possibly capture, the impact that Matt shot had on the Arizona hockey community.
0: Honestly, uh, we,
3: (sighs) I know this is a tough one for you, buddy. I understand.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't think we're going to capture it anytime soon. And I say that because the, uh, the lessons that he just innately, provided for so many people and the culture that he instilled in in, in Arizona in for the sport of hockey is going to it's going to go on for a very long time and all I can hope for is for those that he has touched in one way or another through the sport of hockey will remember that and continue to grow the sport in in the manner that he would have loved to have seen it grow
3: sean thanks so much for joining us well i know it's a tough yeah. day for you buddy but thank you thank, thank you. you so much for taking the time and appreciate you sharing uh, your thoughts on matt
0: yeah uh, uh, it's my honor okay? and i appreciate you guys having me out here uh and uh happy holidays happy new year and we'll see you guys soon
2: bye right, thank care, you sean. sean travel
0: safe thanks
2: Well, that was Sean White. We appreciate that so much. I mean, you can just from that alone, Mm. just get a glimpse. And what he said was right: is we won't know anytime soon, because that's just the roots that Matt put into this community that will continue to see for years and years and years to come.
3: And and listen, we we started to talk about Matt was a champion of women's hockey and girls' hockey as well, and I know we have. We have Carly Accardo in the waiting room, so what better person to bring in right now to talk about that than Carly Accardo? Hey, Carly. Oh, I think you might oh, be on no.
2: mute. When... We got our guests muting themselves today.
5: Unless you yeah. might have to call back <laughs> in quick. Yeah,
2: we yeah. might have to have you call back in, Carly.
5: Are you there, we'll Carly?
2: Try, we'll try in, a, in yeah. another minute. We'll yeah, we're Car- not
3: hearing you, so maybe you could just try calling back because I think you're yeah. on mute right yeah. now. Yeah,
2: We'll have Carly call back in one second, but yeah. Carly, of course. Is- but
3: in terms of women's and girls hockey, I mean, we saw the opening of the, the, the rink in, in Mesa, which was uh, it's the home of the Kachinas. It's, it, that yeah. was a, a very meaningful moment in the history of Arizona hockey, but you were there. You saw it on the grassroots level. You were representing it in, in many ways, trying to foster growth. But uh, I don't know. What would you say about his attitude toward that? It, it just it seemed like Matt was, you know, the, the Coyotes preach inclusivity. Uh, Matt just lived it. Yeah. Literally, whoever wanted to play hockey, he wanted to teach them the game. He wanted to give them the love of the game.
4: He uh, I I know when when he first started to get the idea for for the Kachinas, that was that's like a 10 year old passion project of his because it's. The scope of that was was huge. I mean, I think uh, people outside the state of Arizona, especially people outside the the women's hockey community, don't fully realize what what he did there. Because I think as as recently as, you know, five or six years ago, um, if you were a girl who grew up playing hockey in Arizona, which I didn't, I moved here in twenty fifteen. Um, I didn't realize that. If you played on a girls team, if you didn't play as a co-ed on a boys team, you played for at least three different clubs that were now defunct. Mm. Um, There were multiple iterations of the Lady Coyotes um, because they would start and then there wouldn't be quite enough girls to to keep it going. And so the talented ones would go out of state to play at prep schools and that would leave fewer girls to keep it going and then more would go out of state. And so it was a cyclical problem um and if you were a girl who grew up playing hockey in Arizona you didn't have a high school program that's for sure and he essentially for for those who aren't fully aware of what the full Kachina's program is it starts with learn to skate and then it goes all the way up through high school and branches off between essentially like a rec level high school program which is for the girls who who want to play but aren't aren't interested in doing travel. And then there's the travel side. And for a long time, I think when, when shot first started the early program there, his U 14 team and his U 19 team were the same team Mm -hmm. with, I think three additional girls who were between the age of 14 and 19. Mm -hmm. And so they were aged out of playing on that 14 roster. And so a lot of the girls that were 13 and 12 were playing on that U 19 team too. And now we have it so that I think both the 14U and 16U teams are like his, he, he would send me texts and say, look at them, look at them. They, they just, they don't lose. They're, they're never <laughs> yeah. going to lose. And
3: I've seen all the photos too, his celebratory photos with them. It's,
4: they're so you, good. And that's, yeah. that's talent retention. That's passion retention too, because if your friend isn't going to prep school and, you know. Connecticut somewhere, right. they're sticking around and you're getting to hang out with them and go to games with them and watch games with them and it's keeping the interest local, not just keeping the talent local, which I think is is something that he recognized early on wasn't happening on the girls' side of the game and having the Kachinas program as fleshed out as it is right now, I think the second year they were open, I talked with Lindsay Fry about it and she said that it had tripled in size numbers-wise mm. and I believe it grew again even through the pandemic, which is just mind-boggling. Yeah, to it me. is because
3: most of those growth numbers we saw dropped. Yeah, most numbers go dropped down. down.
2: Yeah, so we, I think we I can think try. Back. try. Carly, can you hear us? I can hear you. Okay, wow. oh, we great. You. Can
3: hear you too. Yes. Awesome. Hey, Carly, Welcome. Thanks so much for doing this. <laughs> uh, I. It, this is an emotional day for all of us, and I know how much Maddie meant to you guys. Um, maybe you can, maybe you can capture that for us, Carly. Can you, you, can you take us through the introduction when you first met Matt and? And the impact that he had on the family and, and on Layton in particular?
1: Um, so I actually met Matt <clears throat> years before Layton and her diagnosis and everything like that. I was on a uh uh 8 so eight U Might Hockey Committee. Um, all the like club heads, so you know, Kenny Karoup from the Junior Coyotes and someone from the Bobcat, someone from Mission. Um And I just went to this meeting. Um, My son was on AHU at the time, and I was the manager for his club. And um, Kurt Gord asked me, you know, if I could go to this meeting. And I said, sure, I'll go. I had really no idea what the heck it was all about. But Matt was there as Sun Devils. He was coaching the Sun Devils at the time. Um, And the Might committee was – Basically, we came together every six or eight weeks just to schedule all of the club's jamborees Um, because the eight U's don't play in the state league. They play jamborees. So each club um, hosts one. So the kids essentially get one jamboree a month. Um, So that was really what we did was we planned jamborees. Um, But Matt was you could just tell Matt was, it was more to him than just the jamborees. It was, um, how do we properly manage these kids? How do we not burn them out? How do we make sure the proper coaches are in place? How do we make it affordable to them? Um, how do we, you know, make sure that they get through that, you know, peeking at peewees and they're not burnt out by the time they're 12. Like Mm. Matt was just super invested and cared tremendously on how these little eight, U kids were managed.
3: I know he wasn't uh, a main coach of, of Layton's, but I think he did coach her in the summer programs. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Layton. So Layton played for um, the Arizona hockey union, which was the same club her brother played for at the time. Um, but the Kachinas were starting. And so Layton was starting to transition, um, over there with some of her friends, Caitlin bump. Uh, Emily Abel, Callie Strite, who all still currently play there with the Kachinas. Um, so Leighton was going to the summer skill sessions to get ready for tryouts. And Matt was running those skill sessions.
3: I know that uh, a lot of the Coyotes were were around the family while you were we were dealing with Leighton's battle. Uh, there were a lot of visits. A lot of players were involved. What was Matt's involvement?
1: Um Well, Matt was, right from the get-go, from the second it kind of became public that Leighton was sick, um, Matt was right there. Uh, He came to the hospital her first stay, brought her some Coyote swag and autograph sticks. And um, from that day forward, Matt was basically someone I spoke to almost weekly. He would check in just to see how she was doing, if she needed anything, if we needed anything. Um, So, I mean, it went... Our relationship with matt was was way beyond the hockey fights cancer and all that um yeah he he was he was someone i spoke to all the time
3: yeah and about that hockey fights cancer though i and, and i i know we talked about this in the story that i wrote on matt back in november but i don't mm-hmm. i'm not sure everybody knows that that was the matt shot show really that that entire night was, it very, was. yeah go ahead
1: it, it was, it was absolutely the Matt shot show. I was, you know, I'd thank somebody for doing something and they're like, Oh, that was Matt's idea. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, thank you for executing Matt's idea. And yeah, every single person was like, man, Matt, just every idea he would say, Hey, do you think we can make this happen? And they're like, if you want to make it happen, let's make it happen. Like it, he was, he was everything. He was unbelievable.
3: Carly edit. I don't, I don't- want to tie this and I don't want to get, get you thinking about this again, but this, this has to sting. This has to hit home for you more than most watching this happen to Matt.
2: Yeah.
5: I'm sorry. Yeah. There's just no easy way to do this show. No, no, no,
1: no.
3: No. Yeah. I can't believe we're Um, talking about it again. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, it's fine. I mean, it's just, there's really no words to describe it. It's just, you know, when we found out he was sick and that he, and then all of a sudden that stupid word cancer comes back around. It's just like, God.
3: Yeah.
1: It's just not fair.
3: Yeah. I asked Sean White this, and this is the last thing I'll ask you, Carly, I, how do you measure Matt's impact on this this hockey community? How do you begin to measure
1: it? I don't think you can. Like I, I was listening to your interview with um, Sean there. You know, uh, yesterday at um, Ice Den Scottsdale, myself and Kenny Karup um, ran a, a free might jamboree. It was funded by the Arizona Amateur Hockey Association and um, eight youths from every rink. Um, Every program, whether they were house or travel, whether they were just out of Little Howlers or an initiation program at any at Gilbert or something like that, they all came together, and um, we had four four rounds of games. So we had about 160 kids play for free yesterday, and I before each game we had a moment of silence for Matt, and I I said a few words and I told those kids like you know some of them don't even realize that Matt has already impacted. Their hockey career. Hmm. Some of them, um, whether it's through the Little Howlers program or, you know, maybe they were one of the kids at school that Matt came through and they were playing ball hockey in the gym and all, and that kid said, wow, that was a lot of fun. I want to try hockey. Or maybe they were at a, an event that Matt put on with the Coyotes um, and they saw Howler and then they went, oh, I want to follow the Coyotes and now I want to try hockey. Like they don't even realize that Matt is behind the scenes on almost every single thing that they're doing. Hmm. And, and, you know, some of those kids are probably playing hockey because of Matt and they don't even realize that Matt is the reason they're playing hockey.
3: Yeah. Well said Carly. Carly, I, I know this is an emotional day. I really, really appreciate you joining us today to,
1: to share. Of you. course. Okay. Like I said, I'm always, I'm always happy to talk about Leighton. I'm always happy to talk about Matt and, you know, people that had that sort of an impact and, did that much good with their short life. They deserve all the attention. And if we talk about them every day, that's good because it keeps their legacy. It keeps their memory alive. They don't get forgotten.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
3: All right, Carly, I hope you have a happy holiday. You and your family, Jeremy, say hello to everybody for us, uh, but have a happy holiday and thanks again for joining us.
1: I will. But just before I go, guys, I heard you talking about the 14 Yucachinas. And they are now seventh in the nation, just so you wow. know, for wow. tier two. Incredible. <laughs> that is fantastic. Another
3: part of Matt's legacy. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it yes. is. Yes. Awesome. So the, now the goal, I know Matt wants uh, AAA status for them. And he wants tier one. So
5: It's going to happen. doing what
1: they're doing. Oh, 100%. 100%. But I wanted to make sure you guys knew that. Yeah. They are now seventh. Love that. Thank you. Thank
5: you, you. <laughs> All
2: right. Thank Have a good you, Christmas, Carly. you guys. You too, Thanks. Carly. Take
5: care. And We talked Bye. about... We talked about the Kachinas and that. And last time I, I spoke with Matt, we talked a lot about Matt has been working to get them triple A status right now. They're, they're double A, been trying. F- and unfortunately, I sat on the committee last year and he was pitching it to me. So we, <laughs> we spent a lot of time talking about how that was procedure was going to work. And it, there were some USA hockey rules and so forth. They're getting that, the, the number of girls playing. But, but truly, what this program, the Kachina program, from nothing to. Yeah. And I, when she said seventh in the country, this is no joke. Like they're nationally recognized as a girl's hockey powerhouse here in Arizona. And that's real and it's growing. And I tell you what, there are more girls. I know girls that are playing in the program now. It is all because of Matt shot. And it, you yeah. can't overstate that. I know no. it's, it's not a soundbite. It's real. And he was on the ice and he was on the phone and he was on these committees and he, he this is what he did. He pushed this program forward. And 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 he didn't do that so that we'd be talking about, hey, great job, Matt. Like he did it because he wanted to do it. He wanted to see the game propel and get better and more people to play. And and I I'm proud that I get to be part of this show that I can say thank you to him because he, he impacted my life. I saw him at the rink all the time. And mm-hmm. man, things get hard in your job and your life and he smiled and he was happy. What can I do? Can I help? Yeah. And yeah. we forget often. I've done a lot of reflecting over the last week. People have listened to the show and know what I've been doing. You reflect on a lot of things. And, and I challenge everybody, everybody in here, everybody out there, be Matt like in the next few days. Do something for somebody else, yeah. not for yourself or how it's going to make you feel. Just Just one small thing. Like his whole life was dedicated to making hockey opportunities for other people and better life for other people just do something nice for somebody in these upcoming days with the holidays around I, I challenge everybody just be a little match shot like I want
3: to read a quote from that really captures this is that I love this from the story that I wrote off of hockey fights cancer night hockey has always been my happy place and I want that to be an option for as many people as possible that's why I do this that's why I want the community to be bigger and it doesn't have to be by playing on ice it can be any form of hockey if I can make hockey a happy place for more kids, that's all I want. That's Matt shot to a T. And uh, I, I want to mention this before. You know, we, we, we just got off with Carly as well. You know, I'm sure people are wondering what they can do to help. And Lindsey Fry tweeted something that I think is really important. Of course, Skating for Layton is on again. So the easiest way to do it, as, as she said, Matt adored Layton so much and loved everything. Her fun support. So please sign up or donate if you can. Y- you can find this uh, at, at the top of Lindsey Fry's Twitter handle, uh, yeah, support skating for Layton. Support yeah. support youth hockey in Arizona because that was what Matt was all yeah, about.
2: We have some actually some photos of um yeah, Matt and Layton. Right. So right. we can show the couple of photos we have of um so yeah, there's mm. Matt with Layton. Um at one point we have some more as well. There's the two of them together also. We got some pictures that photo of him. Kills me. Just yeah. kills me. With the kachinas, with the, the girls. Um. yeah just like all the pictures just him on the ice him with the Kachinas him with Leighton you know there's just so many you could just see from from the images from the people we've talked to from just that quote just the absolute impact Uh, with there he is with Shane Doan and Junior Coyotes just like on every level from the Coyotes to young girls and boys look at that I love this photo just like the pure joy on his face there I think it speaks volumes that I uh,
4: you mentioned that there there's there's a very real possibility that they're only only a few years away from hitting AAA status and when when he first started the the kachinas, uh, we, it's not like Arizona didn't have women who became successful Mm -hmm. hockey players. We had Katie McGovern, McKenna Newkirk, uh, Kalia Johnson played here down in Chandler when she was growing up. Obviously, Lindsay Fry. Um, We even had some that played at the, at ASU with, Mm -hmm. with the program, like a Jordan Nash Bolden. She's a goaltender who now I believe helps coach down there. Um, With the exclusion of Jordan, who I believe only played at the ACHA level. All of the women who played here in Arizona, when they committed to college, committed from other states. They committed from mm-hmm. Minnesota, from Massachusetts, from from essentially the, the North and from the Northeast. And he texted me, I want to say it was last March, and told me that the first girl who had gone through youth hockey in Arizona without interrupting to go play elsewhere had committed to play an NCAA
5: program. Mm. That's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. That's I another, g- yeah. Yep. have is there an Arizona trained girls hockey player going to the university? Right. It, it's program. always been the dream, right? You don't yeah. have to leave the state in order to fulfill your dream. You can just yeah. play all the way
3: through. And the that, year. that
4: was his goal. Yeah. I mean, we'd, we'd gotten closer to that with, with, essentially boys hockey. We hadn't gotten quite to the point where they were going directly from playing Arizona hockey to the NHL, but Austin Matthews played here for quite a while before moving on. Um, guys who were going on to play at D3 schools and who were going on to play at powerhouse ACHA programs were were essentially trained here throughout, and the girls' programs, I mean, they were leaving as soon as they turned 13 or 14. It was essentially that that 14U, was, that was the cutoff, and so for him that was... Hmm. That was where he wanted to see them stick and he wanted to entice them to stick. And that that required getting at at the grassroots level. Like, I don't think people realize how many of those players he knew well. And he had to he had to convince girls to stay here and take a chance on staying with the Kachinas instead of going to play for a prep school. And that's that's a huge risk to ask an athlete to say, hey, please, please stay around. Um, Believe in believe in what I'm doing here I promise it'll pay off. And it, I think it speaks volumes that they did. He got, he got enough of them to stick around that they're, they're fantastic now. And that's, I think that's, that sums him up. Yeah. It's, it's hard to fully sum him up, but that's something that I, I can't think of anyone else who's come even close to that. Right.
3: That having that impact, and you look at all the fingers of it. I, you know, Greg powers, the ASU coach said this to me recently is like, Oh, I wonder if we have a program without Matt Shot, you know, because of what happened at the ACHA level there. Mm. And then you look at all the 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 built the construction of new arenas. Does that happen without Matt Shot? You can you can start tracing yeah. his impact in a lot of different areas. It's it's just amazing. But uh, I don't know when when you guys spoke to Matt last, but I I spoke to him Friday. He passed on Sunday morning, I think it was, and the. The other side of Matt that you brought up, Petey, just such a positive soul. I mean, he was still telling me, you know, the doctor's saying, you know, it could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months. And so I'm going for months. I'm going to, he still thought he was going to beat this. He was still in incredible spirits. And one of the things he said in the story that I wrote on him is because of all the weight that he lost, he could eat whatever the (laughs) heck he wanted. He could just gorge. And he loved pizza. We know Matt loved pizza so. We're here today. The, the last thing I think we're going to do for the show is we're going to raise a toast to Matt with this pizza wine that we have from yes. Carter Hutton's and, Winery. And, and,
2: <laughs> and I also just want to acknowledge that John had sent in a $30 super chat. I got wow. the bill for the Matt Shop Memorial Pizza. So Aww. thank you, John. We Thanks, appreciate John. that thank so you, buddy. much. So appreciate that. See, yeah, I miss this
5: family too, the PHNX yeah. people. Yeah. Good peeps. Yeah. Good peeps. So, Thanks, John.
2: So we'll do a toast
5: to, to Matt Shop to
2: to with our pizza and wine. All that
3: he meant to this community. Yeah. Thank Seriously. you, Maddie. We love you. We miss you.
2: We really do. And um, we had Matt on our postgame show um, on Hockey Vites Cancer Night. And you had you know, read that quote from him, mentioned his positive spirits. And we have a, a clip from that interview with him that I think really just captures that. So.
6: Um, I think I, I mean, I think the reason I've never really been. I mean, I don't go out and tell people and tell people. But if people want to know, I have no problem sharing my story and telling it. I honestly think it, it with, it is, you know, the mentality that I've taken, the very positive mentality, you know, keep positive uh, way of thinking and everything. I, I think that's one of the reasons I had such an easy time being like, yeah, I do want I do want to share this because I want people to have that same mentality. See, like it's working for me. Everyone's different. Everyone's routes different. But like it's working for me. And if you can, like, just your mentality is your reality. And if you're positive, you know that's that's how everything should go. And hopefully, you know, and it's it just it makes it easier for the fight if you just have that have that sort of reality. And, and so that's kind of why I wanted to share it was because hopefully people pick up from this, just like I picked up from Leighton, just like I picked up from my dad from Strader, watching how you know Dave Strader always was in a good good you know spirit for the most part, and. It was, you know, as long as I can, as if I can, if I can help one person feel better then you know, I did my job.
2: Just powerful words from Matt there. Your mentality is your reality. And yeah, I think he he lived that right up until the end, as you mentioned. Um, so, you know, like Petey said, if we could all just take one thing away today from Matt, just to be, you know, a little bit better, a little bit more positive. And if we could all, now what we can do is help carry on his legacy and support the things that he cared about and was about
3: impact others
2: and impact others Mm -hmm. um any final final words on matt before we head out here i know we can go on for hours about it but just you know craig had asked everyone what they what cap fully captured him Kat, i want to give you the opportunity to give your words if you can
4: (laughs) um I, I think both both Carly and Sean kind of summed it up that I don't think we're going to know just how much he impacted for for years because we we see what he did with with the learn to skate and with the the little howlers and with the growlers program too. I know somebody in the comments was saying that that's the reason they learned to play hockey as an adult, um, and I think we won't fully see just how many people he got into the game uh, from from a standpoint of seeing how they then impact the game and how they, like I said, sitting down and watching the game with their friends, taking their friends to games, getting involved in the sport, um, we're probably not going to see the impact of that for, for at least a generation until the generation that he was, was coaching there yeah. are the adults that are essentially putting their kids in the program down the line and I think that's it's gonna take a while to fully see what what he did there but it's it's crazy to think like I said it's it's laughable thinking about how it started when he was first put in charge of this this dinky little program with the team <laughs> that went out to schools in groups of two or three and where it is now um, thinking about how much, momentum he gave it to continue growing in the future.
5: And I just want to, to say that and it, people look at different things as what's important in my life. How much money I'm making? Where's my job? When it comes to hockey players, there are a lot of people and coaches I've worked with that we've got to win. we got to win. The most important thing is winning. Well, it's not. It's not. When... You've played your last game and you've done your last job or, or you are here. You, what you want is you want people to remember what you've done. And if somebody goes and says something nice about Matt Schott, like this, we will be talking about Matt shot forever in Arizona hockey. He didn't do this for the money. He didn't make a lot of money at that job. He worked harder, I tell you, than, than what they paid him. No, no offense to the guys, the Cowboys. Never about the money. Never one time about that it was about the hockey and again i just i came here with a different attitude today like a lot going on and i wasn't in the right place and i'm when i leave here i'm gonna be better than when i came in because i saw him and he was better so i'm gonna do my best to be better
2: yep well Thank you all so much for being here, being part of this. Um, everyone who listened and watched, we appreciate you. Thank you to Sean White and Carly Acardo as well. Um, Craig's story on Matt Shot is unlocked um, on GoPHNX.com. So be sure to check that out. I think it really captures him and his spirit, mm-hmm. um, and you know, just continue to support youth hockey in Arizona, and we'll all work together to. You know, carry on Matt's legacy. And just before we head out, I just want to um, remind everyone that our show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So please sign up using the promo code PHNX, bet $5 on an NBA team, win $150 in free bets. When you do, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Um, that's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details again, you know, thank you so much to everyone. I know this was an emotional show. I know it's been an emotional couple of weeks, you know, for all of us here for a number of reasons, but you know, in the spirit of the holiday, in the spirit of Matt, let's all um, move forward. And like Petey had just said, we'll, we'll all leave today doing a little bit better. So thank you all and cheers to you, Matt.